I, I can't see Marshawn Lynch killing someone. Their defense sucks. The care blood, solid. He's just useless. I don't know why you're playing. Man. Heads up to anyone else in the league. Make me offers, please. I need wide receivers. So, I'm looking for depth. You know, Elliot. Mason Crosby. Oh, yeah. Mason Crosby. Oh, yeah. Todd Green. Mason Crosby. Oh, yeah. I love Todd Green. Mason Crosby. Travaris Cadet. Mason Crosby. Kareem Hunt. Mason Crosby. Oh, yeah. Love ah. The I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast starts now. Hello, hello, hello. I Hate Fantasy Football Nation. We have a nation. Our 10 listeners. Small nation. <laughs> it's it's uh, your hosts, Alvaro and Armando. And joining us today is the what man, up, up? the myth, the legend, Hansel. What? what up? Yeah, just coming here to throw my big week in everyone's face. Suck it. Here, 12 foot Johnson. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much dominating this season, so watch out. How did 12. Oh, you did put 12 foot. I thought it was 12 it's inches. 12 <laughs> I just noticed yeah. it was 12 feet. Jeez, All right, so I here's. I noticed it. <laughs> here's the yeah, funny thing. I meant to put 12 inch, <laughs> but apparently, like, Yahoo must use some font that doesn't include single and double quotes, or it just doesn't change it in the database. It's like their equivalent. Uh-huh. So once I put it in the first time, it's stuck as 12 foot. Right. So whatever. It's it's technically longer, so I'm going with it. That's a Yahoo. Yo, that would be a it would be a burden to live with a 12 foot Johnson, that's, dude. That's, Can you imagine? That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. No, man. you I mean it would be bigger than you are. Yeah, you would need like <laughs> some kind of, <laughs> you know, you need some a- kind of contraption to wheel it around. You need you a wagon. You can't even. Yeah, you need a wagon, and you can't wagon, even use it. For sure, you can't even use it, dude. You need. <laughs> you would need to hire maybe like twenty, thirty prostitutes, you know, to just all massage it at the same time. But all used up. <laughs> Now, now, are we talking that girth is is a, it's relative to the length, so that you know it's a it's a decent amount of girth, or is this just like a spaghetti? A fucking long ass. Yeah, it could be a spaghetti. Dude. It's just like it's just like thin. It's just you roll it out like a fire hose. It's a fucking linguini, dude. It's like a fruit by the foot that you just keep rolled up. It's a fucking linguini, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a great intro. <laughs> so, if you've never listened to this podcast, this is what we're about. Sorry if we put you off. <laughs> um, oh man, talk about penises. Talk- Let's go right into it. Antonio Brown. All right. Oh, yeah. What a perfect segue. I mean, this guy, he just can't keep it in his pants, apparently. He's a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> That's what he is. He's a fucking dick, dude. He is. Yeah, he's 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 an incredible... I mean, this this whole Antonio Brown saga for, like, the past few weeks has been, in, I mean, unbelievable. I think he did all this on purpose to get off of the Raiders. The, the whole helmet, the freezing his feet... Yeah, and the 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 video he put out of him talking to Gruden, that was like the hell Mary, the last moment. Like, oh crap, I'm actually gonna play. I need to do something quick. He went from what is it Friday night? He's gonna play on Monday to 
release me like that night. And now he's a patriot. This was all planned. And now there's a. It had to be. That's what it would seem yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. He he released like a second video of like him celebrating. Like they freed me, ma. They freed me. That's right. Like, that was ridiculous. Hey, but this was this all this sexual assault allegation. This is all part of the Raiders' revenge. <laughs> you think the Raiders put her up to this? Yeah, dude. It makes it all makes sense. It all. It's a, just a beautiful chain of events, and it would be nice if they suspend his ass. For being a fucking ass, you know how I feel about AB. There's two. Play, there's only one player I've hated more than AB in my life, and that's Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's AB. AB's competing with Jay Cutler. But Jay Cutler's a family man now. He has a nice little show on TV. And you know what? I've started to like him. AB's going down, dude. Yeah. I... I don't know. This whole th- these accusations, though, man, they seem like she's just taking advantage of the situation of everything that's been going on. Uh, like, I don't understand why a civil suit instead of filing charges. Uh, uh, this whole thing seems kind of fishy to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it all goes down to evidence. You know, she knows she doesn't stand a chance. Uh, actually, like charging him with a crime so you just file a civil suit and hope he you know pays you to just shut up and go away and you know you just get some big settlement out of it i mean that's an easy resolve dude just pay him off you have the money just get that shit out of your life that's probably how it got to this it it seems like for me from the text exchange that were posted and stuff that she was asking for money and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And it came to this. Right. It was something about like a business she was trying to start that she wanted his investment. But apparently some of the money was supposed to go towards her house. It's a pretty fucked up situation. Yeah. But hey, el que se mete en eso. This, this whole thing is messy. And I think it started with the, the bad precedent of uh, the NFL getting involved with... Um, What's his name? The dude that punched out his, his girlfriend. and so Oh, yeah. Ray Rice. Yeah. Ever since then, they've been kind of the authority. Like, oh, we need to punish him even before the actual authorities punish him, like with Zeke. Um, so, I don't know. This is uh, this will be interesting to see how the NFL handles it. Right now, the Patriots are kind of just like, well, until you make us do something, we're not he's starting. Yeah, they're just gonna keep on playing. They're gonna they're gonna start him. He has to get his games in. They'll probably put him in for 10, 15 plays. I mean, they're playing the Dolphins next week. Yeah, and I don't even think he should play. He's still getting the playbook. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have that down. But from a fantasy standpoint, <laughs> this must be frustrating for Antonio Brown owners. I mean, what round did he go in? Like third. Might have been the second one. I think yeah. it was Ramos who picked him up. I think he went in the second. Yeah, that that is where his ADP kind of usually put him. And that's tough, man, to lose, you know, your wide receiver one like that. He still managed to, to get a win this week, second highest points. You yeah. Know, so he, congratulations, Juan. Kicked my ass. <laughs> I was surprised. Oh, man. What would you do wrong, Armando? Everything. What would you do? What would you do different if you not, could read it? I would have. I would have not drafted Jared Goff. <laughs> Damn! Mm. Already regrets first week. 
Yeah, I, I love he it. Dropped his ass. Fuck that guy. Hey, you know what? That's a pretty good segment. Regrets. What would you do different? Right. Everyone has those. Every, right? Everyone has regrets. Yeah. For me, it's you got any regrets, Alvaro? What's your regret? Uh, oof. Um, I've already corrected a few. Uh, Kevin Balage dropped his ass. I don't know why I drafted. picked him up. Um, You're a Dolphins fan. Corrected. Typical. Yeah. Yep. Corrected that with Tom Brady. Nice. Uh, as soon as the Patriots signed Antonio Brown, I remembered that Tom Brady was still on our free agent list. I'm like, oh, scooping that dude up. And Even without Antonio Brown, they still have Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman. And, you know, they've got great pass catching running backs. So they're still very well rounded. You know, I, I really hope Antonio Brown is out for a really long time over this because maybe that will just let us focus on football again instead of drama so hold that thought because that's a good segue into the next next segment i wanted to do and that's the two i'll hold a thought two things all right so here are my two things the new england patriots are going to be unstoppable they're already a well-rounded team, and if Antonio Brown doesn't get suspended or anything like that, then it's just unfair to the rest of the league, especially within the division where it's, I mean, what competition, no competition do they have? <laughs> no. And you can argue that the closest competition is the Jets, dude. Yeah, but well, we're, that's yet to be seen. And number two is within the same division that the Miami Dolphins are an absolute embarrassment to the NFL. And they made Lamar Jackson, a quarterback who's not known for his throwing ability, look like Tom Brady. So I cannot wait to see what the actual Tom Brady is going to do to that team with the amount of weapons that he has. It's uh, not not going to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, my two things... Um I was really expecting a lot more out of the Cardinals week one. I mean, I really like went hard drafting cart like three different Cardinals players between uh, David Johnson, Kyler Murray, and Christian Kirk. But uh, a lot of drop passes, a lot of figuring new stuff out. So, you know, that was kind of my big letdown from last week. And uh, also another big letdown was... The Browns, uh, yes. you know, that one really, you know, like I expected a whole lot more out of that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it sounds like Baker Mayfield was maybe playing with a hurt hand, but, you know, if he's not missing any actual time over it, then it can't be that serious. So I don't know. They got a lot of things to figure out for next week. Mm-hmm. Who do they play? The Jets? I mean,. Good luck. <laughs> it should be a good game. Yeah. What are your two things, Armando? My two things. Sammy fucking Watkins <laughs> might be the real deal. Oh, man. Without oh, Tyreek. Oh, jeez. Without Tyreek, that is fucking scary. What's scarier is that Dixie's going to brag about it for the rest of the fucking season. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was a big uh, That was a big surprise. I did not see that one coming. Yep. And number two. Hollywood Brown, dude. 
Oh man, dude, Holy that was God. an amazing game, and that was only on what four catches? That's yeah. insane. He only played for 14, I think it was 14 snaps. That's it, dude. He's still nursing a foot injury. Like, just wait till he's healthy. This guy's going to be crazy wide receiver one, you know, with an offense that is very young. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, he doesn't really have any preferences. You know, it's a rifle, dude. He's he's gotten a lot better at passing since last season. That is for sure. So we're we're gonna see. In my opinion, I feel like he's gonna be the new Pat Mahomes as far as like points scored per week. Because you know we didn't really see him rush at all against the Dolphins. But it was the Dolphins. But it's that's where now where I was going. It's the Dolphins. Their secondary was abysmal, dude. Just wait till he's actually getting rushing yards. I think you know it. I think I think this is week one. Yeah, you know, we tend to overreact with week one. Um, so I mean, it, it was promising that he didn't really run and and that he was looking to throw, but but I think we should slow down. <laughs> I think we once overreacted on Mike Gillisley scoring three touchdowns opening. The, <laughs> oh, I think the opening Thursday game. Yeah, um, never showed up again. Uh, let me round back to to Hansel's thing about the Cardinals. I was actually watching that game, man. But what a three six, not three six, because he would get back to where he was. One eighty turn for that was an unbelievable fourth quarter. Murray. I will agree. Yes. yes, yes. To bring it back and take it over to overtime like that to get the two point conversion, you know, with less than a minute left, like that was a very emotional game. It really showed how. Like the future for Kyler Murray, like he he's not he's not uh, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. You can expect to see a lot more from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't good, looking good early with you know the the batted passes and they were bringing up his height and how that was disadvantage. But he dude just turned it on in the fourth yeah. quarter. And how about Larry Hands with some of the most spectacular catches, super clutch. That might be is a he, thing, dude. Is he owned right now? I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I think All I searched right. during the game. Somebody has Yeah. Him. Yeah, Daniel has him. No, but he was also connecting with uh, Christian Kirk. Towards the end. I mean, there were a lot of drop passes from Christian Kirk. I believe mm-hmm. he had like 12 targets, and he only really caught four of them. So... Yeah, and his ADP was actually higher, pre, I mean, pre-draft versus um, the Hans. That's, that is true. So who knows? Maybe Hans Gerald's just going to have one of those uh, fantastic career, you know, towards the end of his career seasons where, uh, you know, like a Tony Gonzalez or something where he just uh. is just using those clutch situations, gets massive yards, maybe you know, some touchdowns here and there and just stays relevant. It's due to Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. Hall of player. What'd you guys think of those two Monday night football games? Amazing. I actually didn't watch. I was out fishing Monday night. <laughs> I I had such a lead and I didn't re- all I had was a kicker playing. I just said, uh, you know what? Yeah. I'm taking the night off. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> that that first game was exciting. I, it came down to that Will Lutz uh, kick. Oh, man. Yeah, when I was done playing soccer, I caught the f- the last two minutes, which were the best two minutes. 
And then that um, Oakland Raiders game too, dude. Oh man, I feel bad for the 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 Broncos. They didn't look very good. No, I think it's just it's Flacco. Yeah, Flacco sucks, did not dude. look good. <laughs> that guy sucks at quarterback. You just put in whoever you had before. What is a uh, Trevor Seaman? Seaman. <laughs> just put him back, dude, and just stick with that and just draft a better QB. That looked it. that looked rough. I I did like that uh, at least for Raiders fans. It looked like the Raiders, you know, came out with some fire in them, maybe to prove that they didn't need Antonio Brown. Um, yeah, I think it was yeah, a statement game. It looks like there might be some good value out of Tyrell Williams and uh, what's that young tight end's name? Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Waller. Yeah, yeah. bright future for that kid. And uh, yeah. I also liked how they were using Josh Jacobs. He wasn't getting much yardage per carry, but um, but the two touchdowns were nice. And it looks like he's the main guy. They didn't really use the other two guys that they have. I don't even remember their names. Um, um it's Rich Richard and. Uh, I don't know who the other guy is. <laughs> Whatever. Josh Jacobs <laughs> is the guy you want Josh there. Josh Jacobs. That's the only guy you want to know. And uh, hopefully some people picked up Darren Waller. If if your waiver hasn't gone through, then hopefully you put a waiver on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for if you're sure, a tight end. Sure. Yeah. I think TJ Hawkinson surprised a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, because statistically tight rookie tight ends are never good their first year sure it's it was just like i think um was it jordan reed jordan reed was one of the rare ones um gronk but nobody else after that yeah i think also this was just a tough year for drafting tight ends like if you didn't get one of the top three you know you pretty much didn't know who to get there were a lot of question marks so Mm-hmm. Um, it's exciting to see a lot of, you know, people that you just didn't expect become available on the waiver wire in such a scarce position for sure. Yeah. But you see, we, even with top three last year, I think week one, Kelsey scored zero points, a big old goose egg. The issue you have Zach Ertz, who I don't think he passed more than eight points. Right. Right. So, so even with a top three tight end, you're never secure. Right, there were some busts in those top three for sure. Yep. How'd you guys uh, like Dak Prescott's uh, performance? Dude came out looking like, uh, "Yo, pay me, <laughs> I deserve yeah. it, <laughs> bitch, pay me." Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he had some fire. I mean that that O line. I feel like anyone could be a good QB behind that O line, but he he definitely definitely looked like uh, he had some fire in him. Yeah, but he has a nice wide receiver core too, dude. And Gallup, you have Amari, you have this old corn on my cob. <laughs> then you have old reliable Witten. And you got Zeke a, opening lanes and, for you. And, and Zeke's just chilling there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it could be a promising season for the for the Cowboys. It looked pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, this is week one. Yeah, and he actually went undrafted. That's someone you picked up, Armando. Got rid of Goff. Uh, yeah, I was pissed off at Goff. <laughs> and it's because I watched the game, parts of the game, and he would miss a lot of wide open uh, Cooper Cup passes, which is, I mean, Cooper Cup is, is his safety blanket. If you if you can't throw it to him, then you're fucked, dude. Yeah. How, how did you guys feel about uh, 
Todd Gurley's usage. It looked like they were just keeping him until the fourth. That's that's what the sense I got that they're you know keeping him. That might be the plan the rest of the year because I think they started doing a little of that towards the end of last year. It's like let's just he's our closer basically. Yeah, but his go Hansel. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna agree totally. They're they're using him for those like really clutch situations. They're saving you know like. Whenever he's going to be most effective, they don't really see a point in just running the wheels off of him because they've just dumped so much money on him. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like you're invested. You don't want to. You don't want to break your ex- most expensive uh, asset on mm-hmm. the team. Yeah, but does his value go down from an RB one to an RB two or even RB three because of that usage? That's the question. From a fantasy standpoint, it def he takes a hurt. You know, like he's he's not. A first rounder anymore and that's the reputation that comes with a name like Gurley so you need to treat him a lot more like a fourth or fifth round like RB2 you know and if you're trying to use him as an RB1 then I don't know make some moves because I don't I don't really think uh, he's dependable you know as an RB1 yeah Yeah, you can sell high on the name yeah I think a lot of people are hoping to grab a steal with him going uh, you know in the second or third but I, I think that's exactly where he needed to go, maybe even the fourth, because I uh, his usage just doesn't uh, back up, you know, or justify him going in the in the first or second. And I agree, he looks more like an RB two, just based off usage. I think they're trying to save him, hoping to get to make a playoff run and maybe let him loose a bit there, but keep him fresh. Fresh. Yeah. Right. I I concur. You know, someone I really felt bad for was Roethlisberger. It's like, oh man. I mean, I think it was just a tough week one. It was, you know, just going against the Patriots. You know, that was a tough defense, and they got they got a lot of uh, new kind of you know things to figure out. You know, Juju is a wide receiver one. Now he's getting double covered. It's a lot different than, you know, when he was the open man and Antonio Brown was getting double covered. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a lot of new things to figure out in that offense. Yeah, they even shut down James Conner. Conner was – he couldn't run. Right. He couldn't find a hole. Even – I mean, he was able to make a, get, make some points up with, with the, um, catching some lobs from him, and that's it. Well, I but think the Patriots were limiting the shit out of them. I think that goes back, yeah. That you got to give the Patriots some credit here. I think they look well-rounded on both ends, offense and defense. Like I, like I said earlier, that team looks unstoppable. <laughs> it's, right, their defense managed to not only shut down the Steelers' passing game, but they held Connor to a very, you know, just paltry performance out of him. It, it just it wasn't what I expected, especially going in the first round. You know. Well, what did he get? Like nine fantasy points this week? Connor? Yeah. I think eight. Oh, yeah. Tough week. Yeah, it was horrible. I had, I had more points from uh, Latavius Murray. It, yeah, it, it, I'm always hesitant to get Patriots players because you, you can never predict with, uh, what they're planning on offense from week to week, you know, especially with running backs. You know, it could be boom True. or bust. Um, but... With the way that team is shaped, you I feel like you definitely want to get your hands on something. Something in that offense is going to be worth it, whether it be Rex Burkhead. I don't know. <laughs> I was Michelle. about to say Rex Burkhead. Yeah, sexy Rex. Yeah, it's probably like the the flexiest option you're going to get. So, but even him is yeah. worth it. Um, even Philip yeah. Dorsett, 
I mean, he looked pretty solid. Dude, Surprisingly, yes. That's, and that's the position that Antonio Brown is going to replace. That's the player he's going to replace. So if he ever gets nasty, a chance to if play. If he ever gets a chance, yeah. Imagine how nasty that team's going to be. Yeah, dude. that's crazy. It's scary. I'm telling you, they're the Golden State Warriors of football now. That's exactly who they are. I mean, they're so good that they just said, oh, uh, we don't need the Marys Thomas. And the Jets just yeah. picked up the scraps. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, the Jets that? just lost a noon So, yeah. you know, they needed to fill that void. That helped them out. Yeah. And did you know that Bilicek's son is on the coaching staff? For the Jets? No, no, no. For the New England Patriots. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, while well, watching the game, this kid looks like a fucking crackhead. I look <laughs> up a picture of him, dude. Kid looks scary. Has the same. Oh my god! What am I? What am I even looking up? Bill Belichick's son-in-law. Belichick's son. Son. Oh, straight up son. Straight up son, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. For real, he does look kind of fucking scary, dude. Oh man, dude. Stoic, stoic as shit. Oh yeah, I see it. Just like his dad. Look at that. Hilarious. Hell yeah, man. Proud dad over here. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, week one, I don't like to overreact to week one. My team did absolutely, absolutely horrendous, but uh, I think my team is pretty good, so I'm not panicking. Um, yeah, this uh, the the Browns didn't do very well, but that's why I went out and picked Brady. I don't trust Bay- May- Mayfield after that performance. Um, who are who are, who are some guys you guys are low on on your teams? Mm. Goff and I dropped them. That's obvious. <laughs> right. Um, from the week one performance, who I was scared of was actually James Conner because that team looks so bad. Okay. Versus the Pages, dude. I'm, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm trying to stick in there. I, the thing is that I have PTSD from Eddie Lacy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You remember that? The fall off on Eddie Lacy was rough, man. Yeah, and I don't want the same thing to happen to James Conner. And, and and the thing is, James Conner came out of kind of came out of nowhere, you know, with uh, Le'Veon Bell sitting out. He had his time to shine, and he did pretty good. Yeah, uh, dude, the Eckler pickup is nice. Oh, Eckler looks good, man. As long as uh, oh, yeah, man. the Chargers hold strong and and don't give in. I I mean I don't see why they would. You know they had a great first week you know they've got a great strategy splitting between Eckler and uh Jackson uh is the other guy yeah Justin Jackson yeah and it's just uh you know they don't seem to need Melvin Gordon and in my opinion Melvin Gordon he's never really been like that generational talent you know he's not like your Adrian Petersons of the world, you know, where Mm-mm. or or anyone who's like iconic, like he's he's no Ladanian Le, Tomlinson or anything, you know. He's like uh, he's just your average running back filling that role, and he can go do that on the 49ers if he feels like it. But I don't know why he's expecting like Zeke money, you know, like that's not gonna happen. No. I, I agree. He's he, there's not there's nothing in his game that really sticks out. That's just oh, this is Melvin Gordon is good at this or he's good at that. No, he's he's a he's a decent running back. That's it. Yeah. I mean, he's replaceable in my. I mean, in my opinion, like if he were on the Dolphins, he'd be 
like another Kenyan Drake. You know, like there's nothing really fantastic about him. Frank Gore. That's Frank Gore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he kind of reminds me of Jay Ajay for some reason. I'm not sure why. Oh, man. Oh, the dreads, dude. <laughs> That's the dreads. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, don't, don't imply anything here. Wow. <laughs> He's just a nut. What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. All right, let me change subject here. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's change speeds here. So, since we have the man who gave us a bold prediction a couple years ago of going out Boom, and picking gold. up Traveris Cadet. <laughs> <laughs> what, we have the man here again. This man makes the deepest of picks so that your team can make its way to the championship if for some reason there is a chance that this guy works out. <laughs> so, Hansel, please bless us with your deep pick of yeah my deep of, of the reach year? of the week of the of the week we're doing of the week well it doesn't have to be a weekly segment <laughs> but anytime i'm here i'm gonna make a deep reach all right and, the deep uh, reach hansel's deep like reach deep. that's the name of this segment yeah he likes and it deep we'll get some imaging for that <laughs> 12 feet deep preferably <laughs> Ooh. So this one, uh, he's only owned in 18% of leagues. He's actually free in our league. Uh, but Randall Cobb had a fantastic week one. You know, you, you may say, oh, well, he's old. I mean, there's a lot of old guys in this league still making great plays. Look at Larry Fitzgerald. He just had a fantastic week. So uh, I see a great season out of him. Dak Prescott was looking Really good, you know, make connecting with spread spreading it around pretty much. I mean, I I feel like uh he should be owned and maybe even startable as like a flex wide receiver three if you're desperate. And you know, he's available in a lot of leagues. So that's my pick. Yeah, and I think he's he's taking the place of uh Cole Beasley and he looked like he could handle that spot way better. He looked, he, he, yeah, I mean, playing the slot, it, he looks like he's going to benefit a lot um, playing with Dak. He lives in the slot. He was born in the slot. <laughs> That's what he is. He's a slot receiver. He was what? Born in a slot? Born in the slot. Oh, <laughs> born through oh, the slot. Shit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> He just slipped right in and out. Right you know, out the slot. Just all whoa. sneaky. Just, whoa. <laughs> Typical slut, uh, slot. <laughs> you know. How Antonio Brown likes it. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Some guys. Why, why isn't it that any white players get into this trouble? These kind of trouble. Oh, here we here? go. Hmm. <laughs> Had to go this direction, huh? You know, we try to expand okay, I don't our, know. Our, like the, our reach, right? People listening to this. Oh, oh my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me direct that. Other than ben, ben, Big Ben. Big Ben. It happened to Big Ben. Oh, so now you're going the other way. Looking for it. Did. It did. <laughs> it did. No, let's just ben. think about who has this happened to, you know. And yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's talk about Big Ben. I mean, what, what was... Ex- Compared to Antonio Brown, like <laughs> yeah. let's say, what did Big Ben do? How bad was, was it? it? Was it How bad was his charge? punishment? Was it a full-on rape charge yeah, for Big it Ben? Was. Yeah. 
But but hmm, what's I think that's what's I think that's the only white player I can. What's think of. the difference between them? <laughs> what do you mean by them? No, what do you mean between Roethlisberger and Brown? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, slow down. Oh, that's Don't be a great things. Um, thirteen percent. You want to pull up my uh, twenty-three in me? I mean, oh, cool. <laughs> if you're thirteen percent, I'm fifteen percent. Um, the thing is, I Roethlisberger looks like a family guy at this point. Mm. Antonio is still living the wildlife. He's he's got money. He's got money. He's got money. <laughs> and he came from a different background. No, that's for sure. Came from nothing. No, from nothing. Big Ben probably had something before. So that's why I think Antonio Brown would tend to get into this kind of trouble versus Big Ben. What are your thoughts, Hansel? I think you just take a lot more hits as a wide receiver and it just makes you a little bit crazier than a quarterback, <laughs> CT. you know? CT. I like it. I fucking like yeah, it. I definitely CT. have CT. I mean, the the thing is, it's like, realistically, okay, CTE symptoms, they usually don't even really set in until like 10 years after you retire <laughs> or something. It's like way later in your career. So it would be very abnormal for any of these symptoms to be CTE related. I really think, you know, he's just... He's just kind of crazy, man. He's just cocky and like, I don't know. It, it, maybe any publicity is good publicity the way he's looking at it. For sure. And it's like, as long yeah. as you're having Antonio Brown conversations, you know, you're talking about, man, I want to see what he can do on this new offense. You know, like, I, I think that's his angle. I'll oh, go ahead, Armando. There's only one person that you can blame for this. And that is Vontez Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It was that one hit, man. It was that was a bad hit. hit. It was that one hit. Advanced CTE. That shit advanced too quickly, man. Well, bro, how long before Devontae Adams is going the same oh, direction? Geez. He got hit pretty oh, hard man. last year. Yeah, he's been put out at Next lights year. out a few times. Next year, you'll see some something wild's going to come out. Then you know what? People are going to go back to this podcast and be like, shit, we heard it first here. They were right. The I Hate Fantasy Football podcast predicted Devontae Adams oh my God. would have CTEs. <laughs> CTE. It's a terrible thing to predict. <laughs> we have a, a CTE predictor segment. The CTE <laughs> predictor. Oh, my God. That dude. guy right there. Is gonna get and then, CTE. you know, we'll come back in like 20 years after they've retired. Just be like, see? See, I told you. I told you. We, we freaking told you, dude. The next Aaron Hernandez. I s- called it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they really got to take a look at OJ's brain whenever he goes out. Oh, man. I love his Twitter. He's dude. highly suspect for sure, but he is killing it on the social oh, media, my God. man. Hell yeah, man. It's so great. And you feel bad because he, he's so charismatic, but you know he's a murderer. So it, it's just... It's 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 so great. I don't, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's like it's still up in the air. Like he wrote the a glove book. didn't. He wrote a book exactly fit. I'm just saying. He wrote a book. If I did it, dude profited off of this. Well, I mean, they they 
All right, so he if got I off on the dick, criminal. I would do it this way. If I did do it, yeah. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? <laughs> so you do suck dick? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, I, I get it. Now that you said it that way, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, now you get it. Okay. <laughs> if I did hire 30 strippers to rub on my 12-foot dick, <laughs> this is how they would do it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my Dude, God. Dude, you would need a large heart to supply that giant the object dude think about it and it's a lot of fucking blood <laughs> yeah you'd oh, boner would you'd probably pass out you could probably a boner die would look like a tree to be honest you'd probably die yeah. if, if you had a boner that's because that's mm-hmm. bigger than your entire body yeah <laughs> it's an everyday challenge not trying to get a boner oh but that goes well i mean that's if you're assuming that the girth <laughs> right. is proportional to the that's length that's right that's right <laughs> Okay. Cause if it's it just like, okay. if it's like a skinny, like, you know, like a like an angel hair, it looks like a, like an angel, angel hair, hair pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a fucking tapeworm, dude. <laughs> you, <laughs> whoa, my God. But th- that doesn't Ooh. seem structurally sound. Like, could you even get it up? It's like, man. <laughs> you need a lot of blood. Oh man, yeah that that definitely seems like it would be prone to some breakage. <laughs> you know, you would need to find like I don't know. Can you imagine if El Nato at WhatsApp played football? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> You've never seen a Nato WhatsApp? No. Oh, I'll send you a picture one day. <laughs> I know Hanso knows. <laughs> That's the guy that comes out that everybody sends out in these little memes. He's like, where's Waldo? And then you find this guy with a humongous oh, ass penis. Yeah. yeah, the black dude with a humongous ass penis just chilling there, just holding it. <laughs> this guy's a celebrity wherever he's from. Jesus. Yeah, and it's and, and la morongona, that, that thing's real, dude. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. And he just, hey, he flaunts it. He, that's that's his thing, dude. Oh, so, All right, so... so. <laughs> <laughs> On the subject of, of penises and whipping it out, let's let's cover a subject that's been in in the uh, in the zeitgeist as of late, and that's uh, you know all these uh, artists that are making music, obviously that we enjoy, have had a, a, a pass of making entertainment of entertaining us, but have some shady stuff going on in their personal lives, like R. Kelly. Or like MJ, oh. Michael Jackson. Oof. Uh, so h- how do you guys feel about, you know, listening to these guys' music, even knowing the stuff that they're, that they've alleged- allegedly done, where, you know, R. Kelly, you're probably pretty convinced that he did do it. That dude is guilty. <laughs> For sure, he's guilty. Yeah, like, he looks guilty. Yeah. <laughs> he has a guilty look. Oh, no. Where are you going with this? I mean, no, just his eye. And I, that look, like you can tell when you look at somebody's eyes. Like, hey, you fucking wild, dude. You you did some wild ass shit when you were younger, and you're still doing that crazy ass shit. But, but R. Kelly has great music, dude. Like it's baby he, making. He, he music. does have great music. I, I'll agree with you. And he, the the man can't even read. He doesn't know how to read. Did I, you know this? I did not know that. Yeah, this is true. 
So how did, how would he write he, his music? It would like off the dome. Somebody wrote it for him. No, but he couldn't read somebody it. Wrote it for him. He just improvised it. It just came out of him. He's just a talented musical genius. Just like the P, yeah, that rapes. <laughs> is that, is this has this really been proven that he can't he cannot read? read? He never. No, dude. He he can't be that. He ignorant. never learned how to read. Oh my goodness. I mean, look that's this up. R. Kelly can't read. Was that what I re- what I had to write in Google? I guess. <laughs> can't read or write according exactly. to this. Exactly. Off the dome, like Lil Wayne. Off the dome. <laughs> Just to read Big Sue Ignition. <laughs> There's a whole video on YouTube. How did R. Kelly write songs if he can't read yeah, or write? There you write? go. What the hell? <laughs> I'm gonna you gotta watch that in on your spare time, time man. <laughs> Off the dome. Yeah, but going back to the question, I don't mind listening to their music as long as it didn't do anything that directly affects me. Yeah. I, I They didn't touch me. They didn't do something to somebody that I know, somebody that I care about deeply. You know, with the with the R. Kelly stuff specifically, I don't I don't want to victim blame because I don't think it's the victim's fault. I think it's the parents' fault. Because if you hear some of these like stories and the details about it, like the these parents would drop off their girls at his house, like for a sleepover, and pick them up in the morning just because they they would say that it would benefit their careers or whatever. That Same thing with Michael s- Jackson, and, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, Michael Jackson used to have these little slumber parties. Yeah, that's that also also you got to blame the parents there. How can you just, I mean, leave your kids with a grown ass man and not think of anything like that? Were times that innocent back then? You know, I, I have no idea whether they he did it or not. Because a lot of the parents, they say, oh, but he was like, just like a kid. He was like my son. But, you know. Yeah, but don't you send... I mean, I would sense something mentally wrong with the individual. If you're a grown-ass motherfucking 30-year-old man who's acting like a 12-year-old kid... Right. People definitely put the blinders on with Michael Jackson because his music was so fucking good. That's it. It's baby Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, he was just that talented, you know? Like, you still hear his songs on the radio. It doesn't matter how bad his crimes were. Like, people are still going to play it, you know? It'd be like if you found out that the Beatles were part of just, like, some crazy criminal organization. It'd be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm still going to listen to White Album. <laughs> his song, I mean, his music is so beautiful, you're going to let him touch your pee-pee? Look at, look at the career turn that. Hey. <laughs> like, oh, did you guys, you guys. Not mine. Definitely not like mine. Like the, the, the Chappelle special? Oh yeah, the Chappelle session—that was perfect, man. It's like, hey, how was your weekend? Michael Jackson sucked my dick. <laughs> oh, uh, so what I was gonna mention is, look at the career turn that uh, Bill Cosby had. Went from like the the clean, you know, African American comedian didn't curse to a rapist. And now he's in prison. Yeah. He just didn't die early enough. That's, that's what I was uh, kind of yeah. getting to. It's like, do you think it would have been different had he died before we found out all this? <laughs> he did all of this thinking he would live until 50 max. 
I'm not. He's like, I'm not going past. I'm not making 50. it past fifty. Live too long. Let me molly. Let me put as many mollies as I can <laughs> in those martinis. <laughs> let me do my thing, and hopefully like, I die by fifty. He's like, there's no way Jello's lawyers are gonna let my image be tarnished. <laughs> oh god. Uh, oh man. I he's probably gonna end up committing suicide in jail, dude. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably get Epstein or some shit. Just yeah, he's disappear. Gonna, he's gonna pull an Epstein. It's. I mean, it would be hard to live with that. And if you have kids, especially. Can you imagine being Bill Cosby's cellmate? <laughs> it must be interesting. I mean, Shit. the thing is, it's hard because I know that Bill Cosby was kind of like a like a father figure to a lot of people that grew up in the, the 80s and stuff, especially of African-American descent. It's like, you know, the, the first well-off african-american kind of figure that's on tv he was like a doctor in the cosby show uh so it, it's it must be hard for some of these people that grew up with the cosby show yeah. growing up did you guys watch shows specific to your demographic no way less <laughs> yeah they no didn't really say, i mean to be honest yeah they didn't yeah. really have much for hispanics for I would watch like Salo Gigante, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. I mean, we had Spanish television, yeah. Univision. Univision. Did you ever? Did you guys ever watch El Cho de Fernando? Oh, dude, El Cho de Fernando. My dad would have that on every day. Oh. He would never miss all the little like dancers in their tangas, you know, just getting down and shit. That that was the jam. That shit wouldn't pass nowadays, bro. It's not on anymore. No. I'm oh, I'm man. I'm saying no, but I don't know. I'm guessing. Wait, wait. I, I don't did, know what happened to him. Did like this bitch ass like Me Too movement like bleed into the whole that's, like Latin and scene? And that's what I'm saying. I don't know. And it's ruined like Telemundo. Like yeah. now you don't feel have like, like these supermodels giving you the weather anymore. I feel like that's still I don't, happening I, though. There's no though Francisco anymore. Oh man, yeah, no. Francisco. He's like. He's like the Latin, like, uh, what's the guy that owns Playboy? You know, like... Uh, Hugh Hefner. He, he's like the Latin Hugh Hefner, bro. He just, he's timeless, and he's just got all these beautiful women all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he's, I mean, I I think he actually might be coming back to TV, if I'm not mistaken. Don Francisco's on Telemundo. He is? Yeah. He still is. Yeah, he's on Telemundo. He has a show on Telemundo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got like his own like talk show. Univision before. Yeah, exactly. It was on Univision. That's why. And it was it's Saulo Gigante, but I don't think it's called Saulo Gigante anymore. No, no, no. It's like a talk show now. Like he's like Maury or some shit. (laughs) Something like that. What the fuck happened to Walter Mercado, dude? I don't know. They probably have that guy in a museum or something. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, it's hard to tell how old he is. He's probably ancient because, you know, like, he's got all these mystical powers and shit. But you can tell he had, like, a hundred plastic surgeries (laughs) just to stay on TV all those years, you know? He looked like a fucking sex doll, dude. It's all fucking... (laughs) Like, one day got, like... Left in the back seat on like a hot day in Miami and, and it just and started, started melting, melting a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Dude, growing up, he looked like he was 60. Yeah. 
If I see him again, he probably still looks like he's 60. <laughs> this guy never ages, dude. He was stuck at 60. This guy was born and he looks 60. I think that's the secret of aging. You want to look old, very young. And then once you're older, you're actually that age. You look young for your age because you've looked that <laughs> forever. You grow into your exactly. age, dude. <laughs> not like Mike Lowell. He always had like the little gray. And now he's actually, you know, where he should be gray. He looks pretty good for his age. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You guys remember that show uh, with Sofia Vergara and Fernando Fiore, the the, so- the soccer guy? Uh, oh my god, El Gordo yes. y la Flaca, I think. Sunday, what is a serie? Sundays in the morning, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It, I think that made Sofia Vergara famous. After yeah, that. yeah, she blew up after that. She, Yeah, she blew up and she blew somebody <laughs> to get that promotion. Oh, no. oh god. <laughs> it really. Like, it surprised me once I saw her, like, mainstream, like, on Modern Family and in, like, American stuff. I was like, bro, I've known her since I was, like, a little kid. And my dad would just, like, point at the TV and be like, oye, oye, mira, mira, Sofia Vergara. <laughs> it was like an event. Like, it, you know, you would just call it out, like, yo, Sofia Vergara's on TV. Everyone would crowd around, like, yo, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was like our Pamela Anderson, right? That's yeah. a good. That's a good. That's that's a. I love that comparison. Any and, Hispanics of Pamela, but any fake parts? Right. I don't know if there's any fake parts in there. Oh well, the thing is, you know, it, it's it's hard to tell. It's because anytime like you're in Hollywood, you get like the best of the best of the best surgeons to like, you know, keep you on that level so it could be you never know <laughs> yeah so now that we've uh, done a bit of this to women i feel like we have to even this out what's the, the uh, most attractive nfl yeah. player where'd you guys go i don't know i feel like we got to balance out the uh... <laughs> are we back jimmy g jimmy g all right garofalo that Jimmy G. That guy's handsome, dude. He's freaking... He dates porn stars. He dates strippers. He dates whoever the fuck he wants, dude. He can just go out, go to a random bar, pick up anybody he wants. That's it. <laughs> go on with life. Who do you think, Hansel? All right. What was the question? I think my uh, feed cut out for a second. <clears throat> Most attractive NFL player. Dang. That's hard, man. I mean, I've always been a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I feel like that dude is just solid. Solid. <laughs> He's a good-looking dude. He he fucks, man. He definitely fucks. <laughs> he f- he fucks men? He fucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a hot take, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That's been out there before. <laughs> Yo, Hansel, with the hot take of the night. Oh, <laughs> Should have followed up with a, I would know. <laughs> oh man guys you heard her first Aaron Rodgers fucks men breaking story <laughs> breaking story that's a cool mustache dude I wish I can grow a handlebar mustache like that yeah yeah for those of you not familiar with Indian jeans <laughs> people like me we don't grow facial here it's difficult it's one of the it's if you are able to grow facial hair, like Hansel, um, who's also a native like me, Alvaro, they're gifted, they're blessed, or they have a little bit of American in them. 
Something something else. In something else. Yeah. My 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 shit's a little spotty. It's a little you know. I got to keep it at the right length. You see what I have I've been growing this for about 5 months. Wow. Well, I just keep yeah. at it, man. I just keep growing it. And Bro, like after oh, a yeah. month, I look like Zach Galifianakis. It's <laughs> it's insane. I think it's that those Cuban jeans. It's definitely it's all that like you know, just like Spanish mixed in, you know, just yeah. adding all that extra beard. Yeah. Could be. All right, guys, let's uh, wrap this show up. Let's finish out with some, uh, <laughs> some, let's bring it back to fantasy. How about some bold predictions for this upcoming week? Oof. Let me, let me look at this. Let me look at this. All right, my bold prediction Hollywood Brown will score two more TDs and, you know, just become wide receiver one this wow. year. Wow. Okay. My bold prediction. Jared Goff makes me feel like an asshole <laughs> and and fucking throws four touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's my luck, dude. Man, all right. Let me see. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say, oof, this is hard. Uh, I'm going to say Dak comes out and puts out a dud. This next game. Mm. Yo, chill out, dude. Relax. (laughs) That's my boy, Blue. I mean, what, are they playing Washington? I feel like that'll be a decent game. It would be, yeah. Like Washington. Hey, man, but look, it happened to Mayfield versus the Titans. Yeah. True, true. The Titans are one of those weird teams that, like, I don't want any of their players, but, <clears throat> like, I just can't believe how many points, you know, like, Derrick Henry gets and, you know, like, Mariota's actually solid start. So I don't I don't know what to do about the Titans. Like, I wouldn't roster them on my team, but I can't really hate on someone else yeah, for starting them. Man, Derrick Henry, I think they clocked him at, like, 23 miles an hour. <laughs> On. That's a fucking lie, yeah, dude. I that was fast forwarding, dude. <laughs> I swear that's what they say. But geez, that is a massive human being running at twenty three miles an hour. Can you imagine that running towards you? Oof. Oh, I like would a fucking not water buffalo. <laughs> hey man, what are you doing there? It's a freaking muskox, man. He's just gonna run you over. Nah, man. Guy's huge. All right, let's not put our listeners to sleep. There are our predictions. That was our podcast for the week. Thank you for tuning in to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey, if you have any suggestions for what you want to hear or anything like that, please email us at IHFFTOO at gmail.com. We'd like to hear from you. And tell us how we're doing. We're tell us to any topic that you hate my voice, that uh, Armando should shave his face, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Peace. You've just listened to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us next week for more nonsense. Goodbye. Do you guys listen to the Joe Rogan experience?